Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. Today, Andrew Tate talks about why you wouldn't date a single mother long term. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. term with that woman while she has another man's kid for me personally is zero percent and there's three reasons why that is the first reason is i watched a documentary about gorillas about six years ago and let me tell you something about how gorillas work right so it gorillas, i like this by the way you know, I, i've taken a lot of human sociology based on how animals move 100%. because we act like we're, we act like we're so independent we're so socialized to deal with shit but in reality instinctually we move like 100 percent exactly go ahead we do act like animals in many more ways than we would like to admit. That is absolutely true. And that's doubtless because humans are animals. But anyway, there are some differences, but let's let's continue. We're animals, right? So let's look at how gorillas work. So if you have a bunch of gorillas in a let's say you have five gorillas and five five male gorillas and five female gorillas in a fucking I don't know what you call a pride of gorillas, but a bunch yeah, of motherfucking gorillas, yeah? Five males, five females. That's not that's not five couples. You have one alpha gorilla fucking all five women. And the other four gorilla men get no pussy unless they beat the alpha up. But they can't because he's the alpha. He's the big G. So the big G has all the gorillas, right? Once he impregnates one of them gorillas, he doesn't really have that much interest in the baby. And what happens is once she's knocked up and she has the kid, he's too busy trying to find a new bit of pussy with never had a baby and chasing the other female gorillas. And what happens is the other four, the beta gorillas, turn up and pretend to look after that baby to get themselves some gorilla puss. That's what happens. Wow. That sounds an awful lot like 2023, guys, doesn't it? An awful lot like 2023. That's literally what these girls are trying to, to set up society to be like. Just on a more fancy, complicated scale, Right? Let me have the kid with Chad. And then you come and take care of this kid for me. And I might give you access to my bedroom fund. That's very accurate. So now let's, let's extrapolate that out, right? So we're talking about the bum in high school, right? Yes. Man, if my man can run around and impregnate four bitches, and then some other dudes come along taking his fucking yes. kid to school. Yes. And he, like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I ain't that guy. Yeah. No. Neither am I. I so you you feel me? Yo, neither am I. Yo, it, it, it's plagued me. And then, you know what? You know, the, hey, listen, good thing you're well-traveled. Because if you were just fucking just always like stateside, yep. you're going to get shamed with the term of you got little dick energy. Oh, bro. Listen. and you, Dude, you got little dick energy because, wait, you won't take little Johnny that was born with the girl that you're fucking but he was born by the nigga who fucked her and dipped that's he's right. he's on to his other women that's right if you won't bring him to school because you're dealing with his now his mom you have a little dick energy you don't have that's right you're the bad guy exactly you're the bad guy for not sacrificing for her it's just utterly utterly ridiculous nonsense utterly ridiculous nonsense all right shilling time hit the like hit the subscribe
Go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios books. We have the strategist guide to seduction. We have quotes to live by. Buy my books. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R or Tom M. Shout out to them. Just click more underneath the video and the link is right there. Okay, shitting's over. Let's continue. Confidence. Confidence now, they're rebranding it. They're rebranding it to be, you could take care of another man's production. Bro, you know what's (laughs) crazy? This actually ties back in. It ties back in perfectly to what you were saying earlier about traveling. If you go to Russia, I lived lived in Moscow for a while, right? I listened to, to, to everything you were saying. I'm like, yo, this is like a different land. Bro, I've never been. Bro, you in, in Russia, a woman with a child ain't going to get a dude. She ain't going to get a guy. So the reason they break up less, the reason the women stick by the men, the reason the women are more loyal is because by the time she has that man's kid, her chance of leaving and dating somebody else is fucking zero. Zero. So unless her, if her man's still basically paying the bills, all right, he cheats, he does what he does, but he's home twice a week and the bill's paid. She ain't got nowhere else to fucking go because the idea of being a single mother and getting a man in a place like Russia is zero. You come here to America and it's just like, oh, yeah, you're right. You should take him to school. I don't owe that motherfucker nothing. He ain't mine. Right? Yo, yo, I don't know if you know this person. But she's a cool person, like, like just dealing with. But there's a woman named Brittany Renner. She has a kid by a basketball player. Right? Disaster. Yeah, we already know. We already know that story. But again, why should you as a man sacrifice your entire life? For a girl who's already given the greatest honor she can possibly give to a man, to another man. The greatest honor a girl can give a guy. This is from Kevin Samuels, by the way. Kevin Samuels said this. Rest in peace. He said, the greatest honor a woman can give a man is to have his child. So she is given the greatest honor she can possibly give to another man. Why would you sacrifice yourself for her? Because men have to sacrifice almost with 100% likelihood. Men have to sacrifice with almost 100% likelihood in relationships. Right? The basketball player, I think everyone was kind of clowning him. He wants no parts to do with that, right? She made a video and she says, listen to this. She says, it's stepdaddy season. She's looking for dudes to be a father for the kids she had with the basketball player. He doesn't want to parts of. And she's even saying, oh, he should go get a girl to take care of our kid when when our kid's with you. So now what's happening in America is like these baby daddy facilitated um, um, families are popular. So you're with a girl. She's a baby mama. Of course, she's not with a daddy, but now you're the daddy. So we're going to look to Andrew to take care of the child. Andrew, you got to show up to the parent-teacher conference. Bro. Andrew, you got to drop off the kid all the and, time. You got to buy my ice cream. And, you know, and you know what? This actually ties into a greater point. We we're talking about the gorillas before, but what makes the alpha gorilla the alpha gorilla? In most cases, amongst the gorillas, it's testosterone levels. So you look this up. Look this up. Put it on the screen. Look up testosterone levels and interest in babies. And they find that really high testosterone level men, we love our children. Of yeah. course. But we can't be around them all fucking day. Like we got No, that's right. Literally can't. No, it's absolutely true. The higher testosterone you have, the less interest you have in, in children. It's yeah, it's nuts, guys. 
Like, oh, also, something I wanted to mention is is this, and this is related to um, girls and relationships. They'll often cause problems so that you're not going after other girls. They will literally cause you a headache so you aren't thinking about going to another girl. Think about that. The irony is, if you're in a non-committed, you know, multiple uh, friends with benefits arrangement, then this problem is prevented. I'll be like, yeah, baby. (laughs) All right, safe. See you next week. You know what I'm saying? Because we're about that life. We've got shit to do. We ain't sitting there playing. We ain't, ain't going to be a, a second mother, right? So on top of that, if you're picking up some dude's kid and look after you, all know that the big testosterone brother did to go get new pussy. And you're sitting there changing diapers. That's, that's a serious ego shot. That, yeah, that's that's crazy. But you know what they say. If you're not the boyfriend, you're the girlfriend, right? I guess if you're not the husband, you're the wife, right? Like, maybe maybe that's the expression. Like, maybe that's the expression in this case. It's, and no, Andrew's right. It is a serious ego shot. Absolutely. That's, that's rough. Uh, oh, put the, put the study on the screen. <laughs> testosterone levels, link testosterone levels and, and time with children. Fathers with super high testosterone levels didn't want to be around their kids as much as the, the soy boys. They want to be a, another mother, right? It doesn't mean you don't love your kid. It means you got other shit Yo, to do. Yo, Andrew, keep it 100 with me. I need you to be very, very... Oh, look. There is no evidence of a relation between baseline testosterone and interest in babies, indicating that the results were not related to testosterone function more generally, but more specific reactivity to... Yeah, so th- this is actually... Um, uh, it's um, disproven or not supported in uh but look but but there is this interest in babies negatively predicts testosterone so th- there is that there is that uh which is the the reverse right it's like um the more your interest in babies the lower your testosterone must be that and and that's i mean of course if we consider women right that's that's obvious um but that seems to imply what Andrew was talking about. Oh my god. Yes, this is hey, I, hey, hey this is I I want you to be honest with me, okay? Yeah. Are you like did, did would you look at someone who is playing the stepdaddy role a little bit like he doesn't have kids yet. Yep. So there's dude A doesn't have kids yet, but yep. he gets with this beautiful woman. Yep. She has a kid. Let's say Russell Wilson. Okay. Of course, now he has kids yeah. with her. But at the time when he got with her, she he didn't have kids. Yeah. And then he started, like, hanging around little – the kid's daddy was future. Yeah. Like, little baby future. It was like, hey, I'm going to teach her how to throw a football. I'm going to bring you here and this and third. I'm the stepdad. Yeah. I always looked at that and be like, yo, man, that's a guy who's just so – he's so selfless. Like, it's not me. I couldn't be that. Me neither. But it's not selfless. That is not the descriptor word that should be used in this situation. Useful idiot is the appropriate term. He is sacrificing his own success in life and his own potential for the woman. He is destroying himself for her benefit. Selfless is not the right word. Um... 
no no sense of self-preservation is the correct term. Absolutely not. All right. Speaking of, let's read this chapter by Rodo Tomasi. It's from his book, The Rational Male. This is Just Be Yourself. We are who we say we are. Is the woman who applies makeup every day being herself? How about the woman with implants? Is she being herself? What about the woman wearing high heels because it boosts her height four inches? Is the girl you see in nothing but party pics on Facebook being herself? Let's turn it the other way. What if the woman wearing a business suit that emphasizes her shoulders? Is she being herself? If she colors her hair, does this make her less genuine? If being ourselves is an idealized state, then I should reasonably be able to expect a like-minded fitness model to be attracted to me even if my greatest passion is to sit on my couch, eat a large pizza, and wash it down with a six-pack of beer. Believe and so you shall become. The hardest distinction the uninitiated have with the just-be-yourself dynamic is that personality is malleable. Personality is always in flux. The person you are today isn't who you were two years ago, nor the person you'll be two years from now. There are traits and characteristics we may carry with us for a lifetime, but even these are subject to change depending upon circumstance. You define what being yourself is at any given moment, and it's relative to your personal conditions and environment. So where do you draw the line? When does a genuine change of character become legitimate rather than being shallow or superficial? Those are just catch terms that women have used with success over the centuries and men have internalized uh, the states of perception that women think are undesirable. Yet they never actually define these. Rather, they stay intentionally ambiguous and usually relative to an individual woman's interpretation. You are who you believe you are and you are who she perceives you to be. One of the hardest things for anyone, male or female, is to hear that they need to change their lifestyle. It implies that they're just being themselves and some way at fault for their present conditions. It's analogous to telling someone they're not living their lives correctly or they're raising their kids wrong. If I have a friend shooting uh, illicit substances and I actively encourage him to stop and make an effort to help him clean up, society calls me a hero. When I encourage my friend to quit smoking before they get cancer, I'm a concerned good friend. But when I tell a friend he needs to change his approach to women and this is the reason for his unhappiness, uh, then I'm shallow. Worse is attempting to offer constructive criticism in as positive a light as possible that a person can improve themselves by changing their outlook and modifying their behavior. Personality is not only malleable, but it can change dramatically under specific conditions. Uh, yeah. Just be yourself as an operative social conv- convention that aids hypergamy. Women are only too happy to endorse and reinforce just be yourself for the conscious reasoning that it sounds like the right thing to say. It's an unassailable position. Who wouldn't want to who wouldn't want you to be you? If what counts is all on the inside, then anyone tell you to change must be manipulating you for their own selfish reasons. This dovetails nicely into the popularized fat acceptance uh, and self-acceptance mantra most women will fall back on when the impact of the wall begins to manifest itself in their physiques and they want to be loved for who they are rather than what they used to look like. However, on a subconscious level, the latent purpose of fostering the just-be-yourself social convention is yet another bedroom fund selection filtering mechanism. Actually, it's more of a filtering fail-safe. Women are more secure in the accuracy of the bedroom fund assessment of men if all men are just being themselves. Uh, As I've stated in my prior post, women claim to want honesty from men, but no woman wants full disclosure. In a general sense, I advise this because it serves to sustain a man's aura of mystery. Only 
to be progressively discovered by women with the appropriate levels of interest and responsiveness to men. However, another reason to remain deliberately ambiguous is to diffuse the just-be-yourself dynamic that women assume would be a man's default psychology. An integral part of maintaining the feminine imperative as a social imperative involves keeping women as the primary bedroom fund selectors. What this means is that a woman's bedroom fund strategy necessitates that she be in as optimized a condition as her capacity allows her to choose from. Just be yourself as a tool in maintaining the feminine imperative as the social imperative. Furthermore, just be yourself serves in optimizing hypergamy and aiding a woman's sense of security about assessing which men will best suit her, her hypergamy. Ironically, the just be yourself dynamic gets upended once a monogamous relationship is established by a woman's anxiety over fixing a partner once, a re- once in a relationship. Whereas once the pseudo genuineness of just him being himself is replaced by I'm working on him in order for him to become the ideal man to meet her hypergamous approval. We are who we say we are. We can alter our own personalities and have them altered by our conditions, but to suggest that personality is static is false. The trap is to think that altering personality is in any way disingenuous. There are certainly terrific actors or posers and the like that when we are confronted with them, um, we know that they are pushing an envelope. We only perceive it as being false, superficial or as trying to be something you're not. We have a concept and knowledge of a previous set of personality or behaviours. If we met a likeable, cocky, funny guy at a club this weekend, how you don't know whether he's the real deal or stretching the limits of his personality? From the 48 Laws of Power, Recreate Yourself. Do not accept the roles of society forced on you. Recreate yourself by forging a new identity, one that commands attention and never bores the audience. Be the master of your own image rather than letting others define it for you. Incorporate dramatic devices into your public gestures and actions. Your power will be enhanced and your character will seem larger than life. Back to the video. I res- like. I guess I respect it because like, maybe he's so not so maybe i'm selfish yeah is that selfish i know what you're saying maybe because he's so selfless he doesn't have an ego that he can do this no no that's not what it is it's straight up women's strategy to get men to sacrifice themselves for women's strategy because in order for one gender to win the other gender must lose right so it's it's not selfish for a guy not to sacrifice himself it's just smart women's thing right the manipulation here i hope you can see it it's great amazing because you you know what women are gonna say you're misogynist because you're just fucking selfish well it's all okay i know i know you're right about what they're gonna say but i'm not gonna comment on him in particular you're right i couldn't do it i wouldn't do it and it's down to what your dream life is so i know right exactly what is your dream life? Oh, exactly what my dream life would what be. What is it? So I'm not even saying I'd pull this off, right? But this is what my actual genuine dream life would be. I think the idea of being tied to one female forever exclusively would be basically torturous. <laughs> now, I'm not saying, no, I'm telling you. Now, I'm not saying I don't want a woman who loves me. I want a woman to be exclusive to me. No, you're fresh. That's right. So not be exclusively monogamous with a girl. And to have multiple girls. Uh, You know what's funny? What's funny is that Andrew is talking like this is hard. So that means this is hard for literally anyone. Because Andrew is an apex man. If it's hard for him, it's hard for everyone to achieve this. And that's the point. The point is, it's not going to be easy. Okay. 
All right. Let's uh, read this uh, relationship advice article posted seven hours ago. So she's 32 and she got, uh, and she's wondering if she should get engaged or break up with her 34 year old guy after a 12 year relationship due to his lack of life ambition. Me and my boyfriend have been in a relationship for 12 years. And despite loving him in many ways, I'm strongly considering ending the relationship for several reasons and I'm searching for advice. When we first met, we were just starting our studies and planning our future careers. I ended up completing my MBA five years ago and working in an office job, while he ended up not completing any of his studies. Originally, he was studying to be a lawyer, but then ended up not completing the last year and a half. When he stopped his studies, he said he wanted to take some time to explore his passions. He's ended up taking up personal interests and hobbies which don't have any monetary value and criticizes any work or entrepreneurial ideas. He now justifies his way out of ever finishing his studies or working any office job because the amount of money he would save and accrue after 20 years would not even amount to purchasing a home these days, so what's the point? Every year I get more worried about him not completing his studies because the decision becomes more permanent and will make it forever hard for him to get a job. He's from a large family and all of his siblings are very hardworking, energized and motivated to be successful in life and other careers. He's basically become more focused on being frugal, sustainable and shopping at a discount than wanting to be financially comfortable which is able to sustain by working one day a week and having a relatively wealthy family. I started a new job this year and I've been wanting to make a good impression, so I've been working more hours than I should. My boyfriend gets mad at me for spending so much time working and for looking at my work phone in my free time, which I only do sometimes when something important is happening. He often complains that he feels bad and has anxiety on a weekly basis. And I really think that's because he's doing nothing satisfying with his life. And he continues to say that is that he's living an ideal life, having all the free time he wants and uh, mostly inside alone. He's only recently started to think that maybe he should start doing more of the housework than me. And if I ever say that, that he, uh, that he should, he gets upset. We've considered having a family, getting engaged, and I've therefore thought that maybe he should be the stay-at-home dad anyways. However, I'm worried that his lack of overall life, like ambi- life ambition is not a good sign. Also, he said that if we were ever to have a child, then we can never separate until the kid is 18, which I feel that if two people are unhappy together, then it's better that they do not stay together. Lastly, he's had a very bad um, substance uh, use habit. Last year, it was at its peak, and he gained about 40 pounds, but he's gotten healthier here the past six months. I don't ask much from him, but when I do ask him to do something, like to complete an open task like replacing the debit card he lost, he'll just not do it. And things like this happen continuously. He just will not do what I ask him and overall seems to procrastinate over the most simple life tasks. Things that I do or have loved about him is that he's intelligent and knowledgeable. He's emotionally intelligent. He's helped me develop a lot of uh, as a person and professionally throughout our relationship. He's an amazing cook. We're bedroom fun compatible. He's very good at planning and preparing specific things. He is loyal. He's the funniest person I know and we have the most fun together. I'm by no means great or perfectly mentally stable, but I feel like during our relationship I've positively developed and I do not feel that he's done the same, nor does he have any desire to do better. Is there any way to help him? Fix this or would you end this? So guys, women are looking for a superior, not an equal. No relationship works where the girl makes more money than the guy. It just doesn't work. You can see it here. They always get to this line of thinking that you lack ambition. Even though, in the opposite position, women are happy to be stay-at-home moms, right? And it's fine. Because men can date down, but women can't. Top comment. 
Don't throw away good years after bad. You really sound like you're done with this relationship. If the options are to get engaged or break up, then I think you should break up. Totally, she's dealing with a sunk cost fallacy, which is to say she's sunk in over a decade into this partnership and to give up now would mean it was all for nothing. I've been there myself mentally and after leaving that relationship and getting through the grief of it all, I emerged with only, only one regret. I didn't do it sooner. Toward the end of this relationship, X's mom, ironically enough, saw it going nowhere and privately told me a phrase I found very useful. There's never going to be a good time to break up. That's why the time is now. Okay. Why would you tie yourself to someone with no ambition? Do you think getting engaged will make him change? Seriously? Yeah, it won't. Oh, and by the way, notice, she got with him when he had a lot of potential. He was a lawyer. And then he dropped out. And look what happened. Like, I don't don't care what the TV shows say about, you know, what women want or what women are okay with. They're not okay with a guy being inferior to them in any way. You see, he's got everything except for money. And it's not enough. As they say in The Simpsons, as Homer says, they just want more. Okay, uh, you've far outgrown him. Just end it and find someone who wants to show your journey, not impede it. Right, because a man's job is to make her achieve her journey, right? You see? I don't believe everyone needs to be ambitious or even have professional passions, but I do think people need to do something to contribute to a partnership. This type of person's attitude would be a deal breaker for me, and it sounds like it's a deal breaker for you too. You see, again, none of them use relationship. They use partnership. Because that's what's in fashion to use now. But it destroys the language, right? It's not a partnership. It's a relationship. Okay, anyway. Yes, I'd move on, OP. You'll uh, grow to resent him in the future. I hope you have separate finances. Find a guy who's going somewhere and can match your energy. Otherwise, they'll only slow you down. Right, you see? If he's not a superior, he's useless. That's what they say. Because that's what they believe. All right, we're going to end the video there. If you're new to the channel, liking the content, hit that sub, hit all for notifications. Go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash blog. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, and Tom M. Just click more under the video there. Uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. Oh, you can also buy my books at bit.ly slash heliosbooks. It's also under the more. Thank you so much for listening, especially if you listen to the end of the video. I really do appreciate it, guys. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time.